Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of Quiz Time India. I'm your host and quiz master Aditya. Each week we have a special guest, a quizzer with whom I and hopefully you enjoy a volley of trivia with. Before we go on to this week's guest, we have an audience question from our last episode's guest Ayur Kaul. Here is last week's question. Aston Martin allows its customers to customize their cars by adding certain enhancements. In the company's own words, the says these are specially designed and engineered by Aston Martin's in-house bespoke division. Distinctive elements have been designed to further enhance the power, elegance and beauty of your Aston Martin. What is this customization program called? I've used Aston Martin thrice in this question, so that is your biggest hint. All right. And the correct answer to last week's question was Series Q, a reference, of course, to James Bond films. Some of the people who gave the correct answer in the lowest amount of time were Nidish Samant, Ananda Srinidhi, and Bose. They gave in their answers through our Instagram handle, which is at the rate Quiz Time India. So thank you so much guys for participating there were a whole lot of you who gave your feedback and the correct answers all of that is much valued now is the time to go on to this week's quiz this week we have Nadeem Ansari with us Nadeem Ansari is from Bombay and his areas of interest are rock and roll tennis and movies so let's get on with the quiz you are listening to Quiz Time India Hello Nadeem, thank you so much for joining us today on Quiz Time India. It's a pleasure to have you here. Hey, thanks for inviting me for this, Aditya. It's a pleasure. So Nadeem, as you have probably heard in the previous episodes, the idea is we both quiz each other. We take turns at asking each other questions. We give hints if necessary. And by the end of the quiz, hopefully we all, we both get to learn some new facts. And thankfully, uh, and hopefully, even our audience gets to learn some new facts. So, I'll start out with the question to make you comfortable. Uh yeah, cool. So the first question starts with a story of sorts. In 1971, this famous band was at a hotel in Montreux, Switzerland. Now Montreux is spelled as M O N T R E U X. In 1971, this famous band was at a hotel in Montreux, Switzerland. This hotel was on the shore of Lake Geneva. So there's this hotel right in front of Lake Geneva in Montreux, Switzerland. The hotel had a recording studio and a casino as part of its entertainment complex. Frank Zappa and his band called the Mother of Invention were playing at the casino theater. During the performance, someone from the crowd shot a flare gun towards the ceiling of the casino. The ceiling of the casino caught fire. The entire casino complex was burned down and it is said that smoke from the fire spread all over the Lake Geneva. It was that big a fire. Now this famous band was present in the hotel on that very day. They were there to record a album and they were checking out this performance. Can you tell me what famous thing am I talking about? I can't tell you what but this led to something famous happening. 
So, can you tell me what am I talking about? Uh, did someone try to rescue someone? I'll assume like they just saw fire and then they yeah. rushed to save it, save someone. Yeah, yeah, that all happened. Okay, let me uh, let me just make it easier. So the band saw Frank Zappa playing, and then the fire happened, and then this major scare happened. The whole complex was burned down. Hmm. This inspired the band to do something, which is of course to compose a song. Okay, okay, okay. So basically, need a name of a song, and perhaps the band. Perhaps the band. So, smoke by a lake. Uh, there has to be a song title like that. So okay, the I'm just trying to visualize the entire thing. Smoke by the lake. So something like smoke on the water, and this is the Deep Purple song. That is absolutely the correct answer. Deep Purple was the band who was present at the hotel, and they saw this performance by Frank Zappa. And the hotel caught fire, and the smoke from the fire spread all over Lake Geneva. And in fact, the opening lyrics of the song goes: "We all came out to Montreux on the Lake Geneva shoreline to make records with the mobile. Mobile was this recording studio. Mm. To make records with the mobile, we didn't have much time. Frank Zappa and the Mothers were at the best place around, but some stupid with a flare gun burned the place to the ground." Smoke on the water, fire in the sky. That was a song. Well done on that. I'll clap for you for that. Nice question, actually. That is how the song came about, and that is is just basically a witness's account of that whole situation. There's and of course a great, great guitar riff, but that is all that there is in the song. Absolutely, yeah. Great story and a great question. I have to tell you, Abhishek. So I was uh, reading about Montreux. Apparently. At the same place where the casino was burned down, they built another casino, and the decoration on the walls of the casino is the musical notes of "Smoke on the Water." And in fact, back in 1970s and 80s, weirdly enough, Montreux was sort of a a hiding place for rock and roll royalty. Yes. So Rolling Stones used to go there. David Bowie was there. Iggy Pop was there. Deep Purple used to be there. So apparently, they said that it was such a quiet town that these musicians used to go there for some, you know, solitude. Yeah. Also, since it was in Switzerland, they used to go there to save their taxes. True. And in fact, one of the biggest bands that was there was Queen. Queen recorded seven of their albums in this small, tiny Swiss town. In fact, Freddie Mercury spent his last days in this town, and they have a statue of Freddie Mercury also. Yes. So that is what I could come to know about Montreux and its rock and roll history. But great answer, man! Great answer. Yeah. Uh, by the way, just an interesting trivia. They also the city hosts a popular jazz festival. If I'm not wrong. True, true, true. Montreal Jazz Festival. Yeah. So there's a Montreal Jazz Fest in Canada, and there's a Montreal ja- mm-hmm. ja- Jazz Fest in uh, Switzerland. So both these festivals are like uh-huh. one of uh, like the greatest annual jazz fest globally. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's I think I thought an oh, interesting goodness. fact I'll just share with you. Thanks a lot. That's great. That's great. Now it's your turn to ask me a question, and let's see how I fare. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll describe a music video, hmm. and you have to guess which song is the music video of. Sure. All right. Okay. So. Throughout the video, you'll see all the band members 
doing several activities so mm. you'll see the basis actually you know like uh, snowboarding through the sequoia national park you'll see the guitarist you know going through various places including like a museum which houses leonardo da vinci's inventions and actually going through uh, you know like a adult film set then you have the lead lead okay. singer he is crossing an iconic bridge in the us and he drives through a big donut okay so okay. so i'll uh, make it a two part question so first tell me which song is this and hmm. which album is it is it from okay so which song and which album okay fair enough so the things that you mentioned didn't really ring a bell but i think i remember the image of a car going through a donut yeah and uh, what does that remind you of i think it's uh, is it a animated video semi animated like in between you will see the band performing okay. in between yeah. you will see all these uh, crazy things happening yeah 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 so i'm uh, as far as i remember again if i'm uh, correct if i remember correctly so the band members are as themselves maybe the surroundings are not animated but there's a lot of cgi happening in yeah. there and so the one that i'm thinking was uh, red hot chili peppers californication i don't remember the name of the album i think the album was also called californication if i'm not mistaken you are absolutely right so this is the song californication from the album californication ah it was quite a famous uh, video also it's it's like frame by frame like he just runs through places so from yeah, the jungle yeah. he enters that yeah. uh, side then from there he goes to the leonardo da vinci uh, vehicle that he uh, flies on in the video it's a very trippy video so oh right okay 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 i remember it being very video gameish like uh, gta exactly, sort of yeah. like so it's like yeah. kind of a video game that they are playing so it's a nice commentary on mm. you know like hollywood how do the actors survive mm. people come in with so many dreams and all and you know how mm. do they deal with things so it's a, a lovely video even the lyrics you know if you remember yeah true true i i remember one thing about the lyrics that in somewhere in between he throws away a line saying uh, moon landing was made in the hollywood basement the whole idea that moon landing was fake space may be the final frontier but it's made in a hollywood basement it's a yes lovely exactly like lyric that's amazing all that's right nice answer it yeah all right you ready for your yep, next question yep. it's quite straightforward okay the question is the name for which traditional indian dance form which is performed in the honor of goddess durga is derived from the sanskrit word for womb okay so as you said it is uh, as an ode to goddess durga i assume it is fairly popular in west bengal is it safe to assume it is famous pretty much all over india but bengal is not a place where i would associate it with okay i mean it's famous but it's not bengali per se okay um no cuz i associate that goddess with that region durga and durga puja with uh, yeah. yeah okay so i'm assuming then this is one of the traditional classical dances somewhere in the south region not really not really okay then i i think this will be one of the only dance forms which is not typically classical in nature the fact that lot of people do it 
like average people do it so it's not something a very typical classical form which has like a bharatanatyam i would say which has like years of training that you need to perfect the art or a kathak for that matter so that is what i would say okay so you said the word for boom yeah something like a coke coke something i'm trying to guess i can't think mm-hmm. of a dance form all right mm-hmm. you thinking on the right track bro so i thought of kathak but you said that's not the answer no can you give me another hint yeah sure one hint that i'll give you is something about how this dance is interpreted and there are multiple ways people interpret this dance and some people say that it is about the circle of life and some people even say that it is about how time is circular so which is kind of the same thing but there is a hint somewhere in there no uh, circular do people mm-hmm. form a circle or do they just revolve like or just both oh is it a garba or something it is oh, garba okay because in sanskrit in hindi garb is womb. okay i'm okay nice question and apparently uh, the term it comes from is garb deep deep is the dia lamp and from what i research the lamp used to symbolize goddess durga and people used to dance around it in circles hence the whole idea of circle of life and things like that and yeah garba are garba which is played everywhere through the country now that's an interesting story that i learned today nice question yeah all right your turn now go forward ask your question so there's this hmm. german town okay it's called hmm. ulm 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 yeah ulm so it's in the southern okay. region of germany and it's a hmm. you know like small town in a very scenic pic- uh, picturesque place so every year hmm. since the last few decades mm. uh, the town has been hosting a marathon okay. okay so they have named that marathon after a very famous mm. person who was born in that town okay so you'll also see you know like people dressing up as that person you know like uh, putting a giant head that is of mm. that person and they'll run they'll be mascots mm. you know like a uh, kind of uh, as a homage to him and as i said it's a german mm-hmm. town it's called ulm mm-hmm. so tell me who is this person after whom the okay. marathon is named okay so was the person born in this town yes so that is the reason yeah. they call the marathon by his name because they they say it mm-hmm. as it's after the city's most the town's most popular son hmm uh I, the fact that it's german leads me to one person which is the most famous or the most infamous german of all time so could you tell me if this person is remembered is he alive today no no he is not alive and he is definitely remembered for in a more positive manner oh, extreme so it's yeah, not hitler yeah, absolutely not hitler i mean oh interesting now this question gets really interesting because i thought it will be hitler and for some reason there are no, no. lots of people running marathons with giant hitler heads no it's it, i'm it, kind of relieved also that's it's not a, it's a marathon not a kluklux clan meet right so <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad that is not the answer now to find the answer yeah. famous so german. i'll give you a hint this person was mm-hmm. pretty much in contention with 
Hitler in a particular let's say a contest of sorts which hmm. this person won and Hitler lost because this person has a more positive impact on the world ah wait so i'm imagining uh, sometime during this person was there sometime during the world war post world yes. war time and by virtue of that i will be going with Albert Einstein because one it will make for a funny head like a marathon of people running with Albert Einstein head and i think it's the same time and he had a more positive impact on society in general and he was some somewhere in uh germany because he left germany or was it poland if i'm not so sure is it albert einstein aditya it is albert einstein <laughs> nice nice question nice question Excellent answer by you as well. The place is called Ulm. U L M. Ulm is yeah, it? Yeah, U L M. So I'll and what is the marathon? It's called, called the Einstein Marathon. You can actually Google about it. You will see like there'll be people wearing giant Einstein heads and they are running like a very nice oh, atmosphere. Lovely. So I'll tell you another interesting fact mm. about the town. So besides Einstein, it also you know like uh, proudly has the world's longest church. like the tallest church sorry oh, wow so yeah okay. it has a steeple which is about if i'm not mm. wrong 200 or 300 feet tall so that makes it the tallest wow. church in the world as well and it's an absolutely like marvelous monument in my last yeah. episode i was just speaking to the guest and we were just speaking about like when you're not sure about something it's always hitler <laughs> yeah. and that is why i just checked first like is it hitler like if not then i'll start no. thinking they're trying to be more uh, open think... you know they're not going to call a marathon a hitler marathon <laughs> and I, the world is big like thousands of people to turn up i mean yeah i can see some people turning up but <laughs> wearing giant hitler heads will be something <laughs> nice yeah. all right uh, okay, yeah. okay yeah yeah so we'll be going on uh, to your next question now You ready? I'm ready. All right. So, Father Time is a personification of time, mostly in art. So, basically, in art, people represent time with this old manly figure. Okay. Now, Father Time is also a weather vane at Lords Cricket Ground in London. If you uh, have seen images of Lords. they will show a weather vane which is basically shows the wind direction towards north south east west on top of that is this figure of a old man in front of the stumps and he is putting the bales off the stumps and this was done because there's a law in cricket called law 12 by 3 which says after the call of time the bales shall be removed from both the wickets right and it is one of the most famous symbolisms or images in cricketing folklore father time at lords We see a similar imagery in Indian cricket an old man stumps and in the Indian scenario we even see a sickle where do we see this imagery in Indian cricket all right as a sickle he's kind of yeah. holding a sickle and going at the stumps something like hmm. that okay hmm yeah so when you say where is it a place no it is not really it's a place it's not a venue or something okay fair no it's not a venue but there's something related to indian cricket where you see this image of an old man stumps 
and in as i said in the indian case there is a sickle in one hand but not so much in the lord's scenario okay so all right if it's not a if it's not a venue i'll assume mm-hmm. it should be in some physical form right so mm-hmm. in the uh, has it something to do with an organization mm, could be in a way so if it's an organization it could be a logo of the bcci or their coat of arms or um not really not really okay so but you are thinking sort of on the correct direction the right okay, direction that's good to know that um then if it's not an organization does it have something to do with hmm. a tournament yes so and you said indian context so yes. it doesn't really world cup doesn't make sense i'll say the ranji trophy hmm. uh the trophy of the ranji trophy the trophy of the ranji trophy has an old man pair of stumps and a sickle on top of it it's a very tiny figurine but well then you get it right it is the ranji yes. trophy's design yes. well done on that one great so now we'll be taking a small little break on the other side of the break we'll continue with the questions so stay tuned Trailer for an upcoming satirical science fiction podcast. So, you built this. Well, someone had to. <laughs> Go on, show us how it's done. This is the cathode ion transmitter. Octocell and quad power. Nifty. Here is the protoplasm condenser with two digital celiac chambers of dual magnetic poles, right? Each. Dual magnetic poles each. Perfect. And this right here is What's that? This? No, that. Oh, this is the input computer. Well, it's more of a knob right now, I get it, but you adjust it to enter the year and the location you'd like to travel to, and boom, there you go. Yeah. Time travel. Are you sure this will work? Only one way to find out. I guess so. Do you have a place in mind? <laughs> yeah. Wood stock. Jimmy fucking Hendrix. The doors. Santana. Oh, my baby brothers all grown up. Strap in. Put this on your head. You should feel a tiny zap. Comforting. And we'll be only gone for 5 seconds. So, with stock, here we go. Oh my oh god, my they god. killed Dr. King. And how did we get involved with that? Wait. Is that a Black Lives Matter tattoo? Yeah, I think I accidentally coined that phrase in that universe. Well, congratulations, you just stole credit from a future person of color. Did I become racist in this universe by helping out in the other? How about we go to Picasso's Paris? Spanish flu. Egypt, we see the pyramids being made. Slaves built those pyramids. Ancient Greece? They had assassinations for breakfast. Where do we go now? Where do we go now? Story of two time-traveling siblings. trying to find the best of humanity in the worst of time you are listening to where do we go now a time travel podcast by studio 41 well 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 
What you just heard was a trailer for an upcoming satirical science fiction podcast. And if you liked what you heard, you guys have a chance to actually help this podcast get made. So this is the trailer that we made for an international podcast competition. And how you can help is in the description of this podcast, wherever you're listening to this podcast, be it Spotify, Apple, Savan, Ghana, wherever, in the description, I'll put out a link. You have to go on the link and quickly vote for the podcast. Yes, if you liked it, you can actually help get this podcast made because we need the support to win this competition. And if we win this competition, we can make more amazing podcasts for you. So yeah, again, if you liked it, go to the description, click on the link and vote for this podcast. The podcast hopefully will get made and it will be called Where Do We Go Now? And Where Do We Go Now? is towards the second half of the quiz. We have Nadeem Ansari waiting for us. Stay tuned to Quiz Time India. All right, welcome back. You are listening to Quiz Time India with me. I am Nadeem. So, Nadeem, next question should be from your side. You asked me about a particular trophy. My question is about this extremely popular trophy, which has a story behind it, which involves a particular fruit. One of the best trophies I've ever seen. On the top of the trophy, mm. you will find this fruit, like in a small form. Mm. So hmm. you have to tell me which trophy is this and you have to give me as specific an answer as possible. So uh, the facts so far in the question are that is this trophy for a sporting event which has a fruit on it. Yes. Either like etched on it, engraved on it, sculpted on it. And it is, as you said, it's quite famous. Yes. And what you are expecting is a specific answer. And... I'm guessing the fact that you're saying specific is because of some there being more than one such competition. Uh, so I'm assuming there could be a male and female competition, something like that. Go on. You want a specific answer for that. Uh, now is the fruit. So I'm assuming the fruit is related to where this event is being played. I wouldn't say so, that exactly. So that is what leads to mm-hmm. one of the mysteries regarding what that particular fruit is do- doing on this trophy. So should I give you the fruit that will help you come to the answer somehow? Can I take a guess at the fruit? Sure, sure. Please go ahead. Is it a strawberry? Absolutely. But you are very much there. It's not a strawberry. But I think you have okay. got the gist of the question. Uh, is it grapes? No. Should I give you the fruit? Oh. Yeah, please, please. It's actually a small pineapple. A pineapple? I don't know why this sounds extremely familiar. Yes, you have come across and this trophy at least once in your lifetime. I can guarantee that to you. And I have a feeling that this is about tennis. And now I'm just thinking, does a tennis trophy have Why, a why do you think it's, uh, it's think about like tennis? A, I don't know. Yeah, the, just the image of these people in white... I don't know why it's, I don't know if it's Wimbledon for that matter, but them holding a silver trophy with a pineapple. I don't know why I'm this, this image in my head, but otherwise I have nothing to go with it. But a pineapple on a trophy. So, um, you gave me lots mm-hmm. of things there. Can you give me one specific answer again, as I said? Okay, I'm just going, is it something to do with tennis? It is, yeah. It is something to do with tennis. You gave me lots of things there which were right, but you didn't give me that specific answer I am looking for. <laughs> I actually don't know anything more than this, so I am going to go with the Grand Slams. I am assuming uh, 
my guess will be first guess will be it's Wimbledon men's title. Okay. Because I know the women's title is a shield. That. And I don't think there is any fruit on it. Okay, so your guess is uh, the Wimbledon's uh, men's singles trophy. Yes. Which is the correct answer? Oh. <laughs> Nicely, nicely worked out by you. I really liked how you, when I said the fruit and a trophy, you really connected it with strawberries because of the strawberries and cream association of Wimbledon. Exactly, that is somewhere I went with that, but pineapple kind of threw me off. <laughs> but then again, I remember seeing pineapple on a trophy, but yeah, so it was it's a, you know like a golden mm. trophy, not that big as well like the other mm. Grand Slam trophies. But yeah, it has on the on the mm. very top. It has a small pineapple. So people always often wonder, like, what is this fruit doing on this iconic trophy, right? So and no one has been actually mm. able to confirm the exact story about it. One of my favorite the- the theories I've heard is that you know Wimbledon has always been associated with royalty, right? Like right from the mm. end of the 19th century. So one of the fruits you associate with royalty is a pineapple. So somehow oh. that found its way okay. on the trophy. That is like a theory I vaguely remember reading somewhere. But it has multiple theories. Like mm. I would strongly recommend, like you go and you know, like read about it further. Like read Wimbledon has it. this uh, great question. Yeah, great Wimbledon question. has this insane uh, like uh, set of traditions. You know, like as you mentioned yourself, like right from the mm. only whites uh, rule that they have. Yeah, yeah, only whites. Yeah, and uh, mm. like. It was kind of the last Grand Slam, you know, like to accept a tie break mm. in the final. So they have been very oh. traditional with that that uh, there will be no tie breaker in the final, the fifth set of uh, any match. Fifth set. Yeah. So they have been always okay. very, as I said, traditional to all these things. Yeah, and there was this fact recently also about uh, Wimbledon that how Wimbledon was paying I don't know a million dollars every year for a pandemic insurance. And this year, the fact that there was no Wimbledon because of COVID, they got back hundreds of millions of dollars, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm not wrong, they got about hundred and ten or hundred and fifteen million dollars out of the entire, uh, you know, the plan that they had. So they were mm. the only. They were, mm. I think, one of the only tournaments in the world that actually, you know, like didn't face a loss because of this uh, pandemic yeah, we are yeah. going through. Yeah, and they also. Yeah. With the help of that, they managed to take care of all the employees as well. True, and true, ironically, true. that is the only Grand Slam that's not happening this year. <laughs> like rest of the Grand Slams are are <laughs> taking place. I yeah, I will strongly recommend them to take uh, an insurance policy. I think they would have by now. <laughs> and I don't know who would have given them exactly, insurance because yeah. it's already in place. The pandemic. That is what I was going to say. If, if someone yeah. is giving them an insurance, take it. Please take it. All right, Nadim. My last question for today okay. is this person's filmography. All you have to do is identify this person. Okay. So if you go on IMDb, you go to this person's the movies this person has featured in. There are just four movies in there. The movies are Inside Job from the year 2010, Overdraft from the year 2012, Testing Milton Friedman in 2012, and Money for Nothing. In 2013, actually, let me correct myself. Testing Milton Friedman is a TV series in which he has featured. So there are three movies and one TV series in which this one individual has featured. Tell me who is it? Inside Job is one of the films. 
Yes, 2010. What I remember is Inside Job was a documentary of sorts, right? It is a documentary. You about correct about the Walsh. In fact, yeah. all four of them are documentaries. Okay, so someone features in these film, or he some he or she is somehow involved with the film, or yes, do, yes. Okay. So, uh, can you give me a hint about this person? Like, why would uh, how why would yes. I know? So, these four documentaries, the three movies and the TV show, all are about a certain field of science, if I could call it that. I'm pretty sure it's called as field of science, and it's a very famous Indian who featured in all four of them as himself. So, does that lead you anywhere? Field a renowned Indian, and I said himself, so it's obviously a guy. Field of science, you said. Uh, wasn't inside job about finance and money related? Yeah, yeah. And Indian, you said. So is, isn't isn't economics a field of science? I would debate on that, but uh, no, I'm I'm not sure about it. I'm just I just thought economics is a field of science. No, I'm they give Nobel prizes, yeah, right? It, so I was like, oh, but they give Nobel prizes for literature and peace, also. You're right. Right. No, no, no. Absolutely, you uh, have a valid point that there are there is a field of economic sciences as well. But uh, nah. Mm. So Indian and economics. I will. My first guess will be Amartya Sen. No, not the right answer. I think there are two more people who can possibly are qualified enough to make the list. And if you get both of them, you you would have got the answer. I have a second. It's not Amartya Sen. Okay, then it has hmm. to be Raghuram Rajan. Boom! Raghuram Rajan is the right answer. Yes. Well done. So he featured in four documentaries as himself, and he even has an IMDb page. And uh, of course. He was the famous economist, our RBI governor. I thought the other person who I thought econ- economist who could possibly be at that level was Manmohan Singh. I thought maybe you'll go for maybe you'll go for him or for uh, Raghuram Rajan. But yeah, Raghuram Rajan is the right no, answer. Absolutely, that was the other person I thought of. But then when you said 2010 and all, I'm I was dead sure like Manmohan Singh had better things to do, right? So. Uh, maybe maybe Raghuram Rajan. Yeah. Right, but yeah. So that's one of the interesting things when you say economics and Indians. These are the only three people that come to your head, right? Pretty much no other person. Yeah, true. So Nadim, so Nadim, the next question that you'll ask will be for our audience. So the audience can listen to the question and they can reply to it. They can send us the answer at at the rate quiz time India. Or at the rate podcast studio forty one on Instagram, and if you're on Twitter, you can send us the answer at at the rate podcast studio forty one. So Nadim, your last question for today for our audience. So, uh, talking about limited filmographies, there is this extremely popular mm-hmm. actor in Hollywood. I'll tell you some of mm-hmm. his works. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1972, he acted in The Godfather. In 1974, he acted in The Conversation. Another movie that year, 1974, he acted in the sequel of The Godfather. The next year, he acted in this film called as Dog Day Afternoon. And his uh, last appearance was in this 1978 film called as The Deer Hunter. So, I want you to tell me which actor is this? Who has appeared in all these movies that I have just named, and what unique 
achievement does he have to his name due to the reason that he appears in these films all right so that was the question And that brings us to the end of the episode. Send your answers to at the rate quiz time India on Instagram and at the rate podcast studio forty one on Instagram and Twitter. Follow us on the pages. I am planning a few more quizzes built around the podcast. That's all for today. Thank you for your time, and you can thank me for mine. Goodbye.